get the mic. Honey, I got something to say. Ooh, I like that. Can you turn that up for me? No, like, it's Maja. But you know, Maj for short. <laughs> Ask Maj. What's up, what's up? It's your girl, Maj. And we are back with another episode of Ags Maj, the podcast, where I am spilling all the real tea. Hey, y'all! Okay, so, is it me? Because I'm tired. Like, I feel so tired. I feel like... Anytime I come back from, like, a vacation or, like, a four-day weekend, some sort of holiday, like, I need a week after that to recover. Like, I feel like it always takes me so long to recover. I'm like, okay, I'm talking to myself during work today, like, it's Tuesday, get it together. And I'm like, no, I'm tired. Like, so tired. Anyway, here we are. I hope that y'all had an amazing Thanksgiving because I had an amazing Thanksgiving so much fun, well-needed break. I had so much fun with my family and uh, just just really basking in the moment. And let me say, because a lot of y'all have reached out to me about this. Remember the challenge that I kind of gave you about like being off your phones and being in the moment? Y'all, I did it. I did it. I was off my phone. I was not on my phone. So I did post the day of Thanksgiving, but I actually scheduled that post or whatever. So it wasn't like me... Um, going in and, like, you know, uh, posting it. I scheduled that, you know, so I didn't have to, like, be on my phone. But it felt so good just to be in the moment, just to be with my family. Like, it almost felt like, I guess, um, I was, like, disconnected, which is which is awesome, which is amazing, which is awesome. It felt really good, but it also felt like I was, like, missing out. So I really had to just remind myself, like, I'm here with my family. Like, I'm in the moment. I'm enjoying my time. Like, it's okay to be disconnected. Like, it's okay to take some time away from, like, the social media world, the news world, the electronics world, and, like, really put that stuff down and be in the moment. So it felt really good to be disconnected um, and to really put my phone away and just be in the moment and, and you know, really spend that that quality time with my family. So, yes, I passed. Okay? So I don't know if y'all put your phones down. A couple of people like, yeah, I tried, but it didn't work. Um, and it's all good. All good. It's the thought that counts. But... Yeah, so I, I had an amazing Thanksgiving, and I hope that you guys did as well. So this kind of leads me into my Maj moment uh, for this week. Um, and, you know, it was kind of like one of those things, like I said, you know, I was kind of tired, you know, just coming back into it. So I, I went out of town. I got back in on Sunday, um, and I pretty much slept the whole day. And Monday morning, I was still super tired. Um so, you know, I, I you know, I I don't know if you all know. Well, you guys do know. I have my blog. So, you know, I plan out, I schedule out my blogs on Sunday. I typically re- record the podcast uh Monday or Tuesday. Um, you know, and I'm 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 rolling. And so I'm not going to lie, it was a struggle. It was a struggle to uh uh schedule out my blogs, coming back from vacation and and recording and writing a script and all of that stuff. Like I I had some trouble with that just finding that motivation cuz I've, I've I've been so tired. Um and so I will say, you know, I, I I take pride in the fact that you know I am a hard worker, um, but but I I had to like step my step back and like give myself a break for a second. Like, girl, calm down. Like, it's gonna work out. Everything's gonna work out. Like, it doesn't always have to be on the mark. You know, like, uh, a super perfect. Um, so I just had to take take a step back. And my blog post was actually, um, a little bit late. A little bit late today. 
Um, I probably shouldn't be telling y'all that, but it doesn't matter. I'm super transparent. But my blog post was actually a little bit late today. Um, and today's Tuesday and I'm recording, which I typically like to record on Monday because there's just so much going into like, you know, planning, editing and promoting and all of that good stuff. But anyway, this just leads me in, in, into my Maj moment. Like it is OK to take a break. Right. It is OK to step back, to reset, refresh. Um, and if things don't get done at that, you know, super, super particular deadline, like that's okay. That is completely okay. And like I said, I'm, I'm so glad that I was able to just step back and disconnect this weekend, you know, even though it was kind of hard to, you know, come back and really recover. Um, but, but it's okay to reset. It's okay to refresh. It's it's okay to take a break, um, and, and start over, start late or whatever. Like take that time for you, take that time to recover, um, do what you need to do so you can come back and produce quality content or you can come back and, you know, give 100% of yourself. So take that time to re- to refresh, to reset, um, to take a break and then come back and, and try again. Like, that is completely okay. And that's something that, that, that I'm practicing, you know, just with myself because I, I can be so hard on myself about that. Like, um, you know, I just, I want things done by a certain time. You know, I want things done a certain way. Um, and I, I get tired. I get tired some sometimes, you know, especially being a, a one-man show, like, and I get tired working a full-time job and doing all these extra things on the side. Like, I'm tired. Tired. Um, so I just have to, like, give myself that grace. Like, it's okay. It's okay to reset. It's okay to refresh. It's okay to take a break. Ciao. I love y'all to death, but y'all will be okay, okay? <laughs> my my self-care comes first. So, yeah, just, it's okay to reset, honey. It's okay. It is completely okay. Do not beat yourself up about that. So that's the Maj moment for the day, for the week, for the hour, for the year, however long you need it. It is okay, completely okay to reset, honey. Do what you need to do to take care of yourself. So let's move into our advice segment. Dear Maj, well, first, let me say this. I wanted to kind of go back and touch a little bit on um, the Ask Maj question from last week. And like as I was like watching the video of it again, I was like, I don't feel like I really answered the question. So the question was, if your friends and family don't like your significant other, is that a deal breaker? So I answered the question, but I answered it from my significant other's perspective. I didn't necessarily answer it from like my perspective, like if my friends and family don't like my significant other. So I think I, I liked my answer for that in that regard, but I didn't, I was like, okay, I didn't really answer the question. So is it, is it, is if your friends and family don't like your significant other, is it a deal breaker? So for me, if my friends and family don't like my significant other, I'm going to say, no, it's not a deal breaker. But like I said before, is it a challenge? Is it hard? Yes. Is it a deal breaker? No. Um, and I, and I, I say it's not a deal breaker because at the end of the day, this is about what makes me happy. And sometimes what makes me happy, which is sad and unfortunate, but sometimes what makes me happy is not, is not going to be what other people, what, what makes other people happy, nor is it what, what other people might think may make me happy. Um, and that's something that you just have to come to the, to the realization of like, that's just reality. Like everybody's not going to be happy with your decisions that you believe make you happy. And everybody's going to have an opinion about what they think makes you happy. Um, and at the end of the day, honey, y'all ain't got to lay up with him. You ain't got to kiss him. You know, you ain't got to be with him. You ain't got to deal with his mess. None of that. I do. Um, and so at the end of the day, you know, you can have whatever, you know, you want to say, you can say whatever you want to say, you can have whatever opinions you want, but at the end of the day, I got to go home to him. (laughs) I got to deal with him. So if me dealing with my significant other is what makes me happy, then that's all that matters. And that even, you know, goes to show like when we think about, you know, these celebrities and all of the drama that they have, you know, on social media, and we have so much to say, even when we think about Cardi, at the end of the day, we can talk about how much Offset has humiliated her or how much we feel like he's a dog or 
he ain't this, he ain't that, whatever, whatever. If he's making Cardi happy, honey, our opinions do not matter. Um, and so that's kind of how I look at it, you know, with the significant other um, kind of side or perspective. And the thing that makes it really challenging, challenging about this is the fact that even though, you know what I'm saying, I know that what makes me happy is what's most important for me. Like, that's the decision that I have to make for me. Um, it's hard to know or to even think about my significant or my, my family and friends not liking my significant other or not getting along with my significant other because, first of all, I mean, just, it just makes me feel away, right? Like, it just makes me feel away, you know, because I want, you know, in, in a perfect world or, or a holy girl, you know, I want my family and my friends to love my significant other and I want them to be happy for us. Um, it doesn't always work out that way. Um, but then, you know, on top of that, it poses further challenges like, you know, it could be, you know, I guess tension when you guys hang out. You know, you're scared to bring that person around because of what how your family might act, friends might act, you know. Just like little things like that. So I think it can be hard, you know what I'm saying? And, and then, child, y'all know how black folk can get, you know, when, when your mama don't like your, your boyfriend or your girlfriend. So, um, yeah, I, I, I just had to revisit that. And, oh, my God, let me back up. Okay, let me back up because I forgot to tell y'all this. So remember when we were talking about this before and I was telling y'all about my granny child? I got to tell y'all what she said. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I was, so when, uh, so I hung out with my dad's side of the family or whatever. And I, I like I told y'all before, this is my boyfriend's first time meeting them. <laughs> and so when we walked in, I said, hey, granny. And I said, I finally got a boyfriend. Child, I lied to y'all now. She busts out laughing. Her first response was, well, is he retarded? <laughs> we was weak. Oh, my God. It was so much fun. It was so funny. So much fun. So then, anyway, they, they end up hugging. They met or whatever. And so, yeah, I went outside. They had, like, this little, like, outer area um, so I could say hi to the rest of my family and, and introduce them to the rest of my family. So when we came back in, my granny going to say, child, he is a cutie. I'm like, girl, if you don't go somewhere, this is my man. But, yes, it was so funny, y'all. My granny is a hot mess, Jesus. But, yes, it was so much fun, and I'm so glad that, that she liked him and, uh, that she ain't say anything crazy, uh, I guess, in my book. But, yeah, so she, my boyfriend finally met my granny, and now he he has met both sides of my family. So, and they absolutely love him. Uh, my, my other grandmother on my mama's side texted me and told me how adorable she thinks he is. So, I'm like, okay, yes, we are in the game. But, yeah, so a lot of fun. I had to let y'all know that. But, anyway, so I wanted to revisit the, the Ask My question of last week, but I also have a new question. So, the question for this week is... How do you know, this was such a great question for whoever submitted this. How do you know it is worth staying and being patient or leave when you don't get the status you want? Okay, and I'm, I'm going to guess this, this is in relation to relationships. So I'm going to read that again just in case y'all didn't catch that. How do you know it is worth staying and being patient or leaving when you don't get the status you want? So I'm going to say this, and I don't want to sm sound smart or like I'm being sarcastic, but child, you know. You know, women know. I was on a call the other day. No, no, it was today. No, no, it was yesterday. It was yesterday I was on a call um, at work, and this guy was telling me how he read uh, how he read a uh, report or something about some statistics, and he said that um, the, the report says something along the lines of your gut or your intuition is 100% right. So, child, I don't know how true that is, and I don't know what report he was talking about, but it applies in this in this situation. It applies to this question. Honey, go with your gut. Your intuition is not going to steer you wrong. It is going to steer you right. 
um, at the end of the day, you know your worth. And I will say this, you know, us women, we have an issue with this whole, well, he got potential. He got this. He got potential. Honey, potential do not pay the bills. <laughs> and I'm not saying he's supposed to pay your bills, honey, but potential is not going to give you the status that, that, that you want. You know how long it is worth staying in a relationship when you have to question your status. And either way, you shouldn't be questioning your status. If you're with a man who is serious about you, he will make that known. You will not have to question your status. Now, I will say, you know, you 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 may have to have the conversation just about where the relationship is moving and what your intentions are with each other and what, I guess, the timeline is for, for an actual relationship or making things official. But, honey, you, you should never have to question your status uh, uh, with a man who is sure about you. Child, I'm about to start preaching. Never, 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 never. Um, so, yeah, you know, we, we can talk about potential all day, honey, but if he ain't making no moves, if his words don't ma match his actions, honey, it, it ain't it. It's time to go. Stop prolonging that thing, okay? If you feel like you don't know where it's going or you can't get a feel of what his intentions are for you, child, that, that might not be it. That might not be it because I feel like, you know, when two people really like each other and you guys have the same expectations and intentions for each other, you guys are always on the same page. And like I said, you know, you you may have to have, you know, a, a conversation about, you know, kind of the tech technicalities of the relationship. You know what I'm saying? You know, and, and you know, exclusiveness and, and all that that good stuff. But when you know, you know. You know, don't don't stay longer than you have to, child, and stop banking on that potential. If he's not showing you what it is, if he's not making you secure and making you feel, uh, yeah, secure about where you are in, in that relationship, whether it be dating or, you know, moving towards something more serious, child, that ain't it. That is not it, child. You be laying in the bed questioning whether or not he like you the way you like him. Girl, it ain't enough questioning in the world. It ain't enough questioning in the world. You know your worth. Go with your gut. Go with your intuition. Like I said, you should not have to question uh, a, a man's intentions who is sure about you. He will make that known. And that just goes with, you know, uh, having having that initiative. You know, men taking that initiative. When they sure about you, you know, I promise you. I promise you. So, yeah. And, and like I said, if I could give you some advice, you know, have the conversation about intentions uh, and, um, and expectations so that both of you can have a mutual understanding about what you are and where you plan to go in the relationship. Don't be left questioning, honey, because I promise while you laying up in the bed questioning what y'all are, he not. He is not. He doing what he want to do. So, yes, know your worth, honey, and, and go with your gut. Go with your intuition. Do not stay in a relationship long enough to try to see if he's into you or see if he's going to make you your girlfriend. Child, if that's not known or if you don't have a strong feeling, child, he's probably not. He's probably not. So, yes, great question. So, let's get into the good stuff. Woo, child. Woo, chalate, as my friends say. So, I know y'all have seen this, this viral video um, going around of the owner um, of this popular restaurant, this, this this popular restaurant in in Dallas, it's called True Kitchen and Cocktails. And so, a uh, uh, bit of a background for those of you who all have not seen the video. It's a video going around, and this I guess he's supposed to be the owner as a man, and he's talking to this group of women at this restaurant. At, it's supposed to be his restaurant, um, and asking them to 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 not twerk at his restaurants. Um, and so this is what he said in in his speech for for those of you who have not seen it. And, and he cussed, which a lot of people didn't agree with. 
so this is what he said. He said, all this twerking sugar honey iced tea, don't bring it here because we're a restaurant. If you want to do it, get the F out of my restaurant. Don't do it again. I don't want to hear it if you don't like it. Get out because I don't need your money. So this, so from, from the video, the, the guy was black. Um, and... Um, the guy was black and the, the audience was black or his customer customer base was black or whatever. So all the women were, were it was predominantly like women restaurant, I guess. I don't know. But that's what you saw was women, black, black women. Um, and like I said, he was a black man. So from the looks of it, like I said, if I could just build up some background from what I gathered from the video, it looked like some girls were in the in the restaurant twerking. They were at brunch, twerking, lit, whatever. Um, and uh, the, the the owner came over and, and asked him to stop twerking. And a lot of people were kind of confused at his reaction because he was cussing and, you know, the whole part about, like, I don't need your money, whatever, whatever, whatever. Just kind of put a, a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. So, of course, you know, I did some research on this. Um... And and let me let me let me break this down. I was talking to my best friend earlier. Hey, Sharice. Uh, I was talking to my best friend earlier about this. So, so let me break this down for those of you who are not familiar with some brunch spots, especially when you think about the city. Um, so when you think about cities like DC, where 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 I'm located, or you think about Atlanta, New York, I'm sure is like this. Houston, some of those 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 bigger cities. Did I say New York? I think I said New York. Yeah, some of those bigger cities. Brunch is typically a party, right? So that's why, like in DC, like brunch is an all day thing, right? You brunch usually goes to like five six o'clock, and it's a party. So if you go to a brunch at like a club or a lounge, you're eating brunch, but there's also like a party, and then it turns into like a day party. So people are dancing, people are lit, like it's it's all it's literally like a party that you're eating at, but and you have a table and you're eating at. Um, and so, so twerking and dancing at a brunch, like a, a brunch day party thing is completely normal. Like that's not, it's not out of the question. So even when he said like, um, oh, we're at a restaurant to me, that doesn't mean anything because when you, when you're in a city, like, like I said, Houston, New York, DC, that's, that's expected. Like you're at a restaurant, but people are dancing all over the place people, or twerking, whatever you want to call it. Like. People are dancing. Like, that's the brunch spirit. Like, that's the brunch culture. Like, that's what you go to brunch for. To get lit, eat, and dance. Like, that's that's what it's about. So, just just to give you guys some context, I was talking to my best friend today, and she's like, well, why would they do that? And I'm like, well, that's typically how brunch goes in the city. Like, that that's brunch. Like, you go to brunch, you have a good time, you twerk, you dance, you get lit, you eat mimosas all day, every day. Like, that's just how it works. Um, and, 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 like I said, it's just a spirit of brunch. So, two two things I'd like to, I, I, I like to bring up, I guess, when I first just from first observing the video and like what was going on in the video. Um, and then I'll talk about what I agree with and, um, oops, who didn't text me? Okay. I'll, I'll call her back in a second. Yes. Okay. So, um, two things that I, that, that I observed, um, from the video, just kind of like first take. And then what I just, after researching and, um, and, and reading through some of the articles about what really happened and reading his response to, to, to the video going viral. Number one, I feel like, you know, when you think about brunch, like I said, that's a normal thing when you think about cities or whatever. But there are some brunch spots that are not party party spots. They they are literally like, you know, like fancy brunches. You know, if I could think about like, you know, if we're not talking super, super fancy, like Cheesecake Factory. Like the cheese, I don't know if y'all know, but Cheesecake Factory got brunch and it is bomb. Anyway, Cheesecake Factory is not a party spot. Like you go there, you get your brunch, you go home. Like it's not a it's not a party spot. So I think in 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 that regard, my first thing is Whatever brunch you choose to go to, it's about reading the room. Or brunch, restaurant, wherever you are. It's about reading the room. If that's not the the I guess culture or the spirit or the spirit or the I guess uh, uh ambiance or vibe of that particular restaurant, don't go in there twerking. Like don't don't bring that. Like don't 
don't don't go in there twerking. If you if you're at a restaurant, you you ever been to a restaurant and there's just this one table that's just so loud and you're just like, why y'all gotta be so loud? Nobody else in here is loud. Like why y'all so loud? That's kind of like how I think of it. When you go to a restaurant, bougie hole in the wall or whatever you whatever you call it or wherever you go, it's all about reading the room. So if nobody else is twerking, nobody else is dancing, this is not a party vibe. Don't come in here with a party vibe. Like let's not be the one to to start the party if that's not the vibe that the restaurant is giving off. So that's number one. Obviously, I wasn't in the restaurant. I don't know what the vibe was. And I'm not saying that they were wrong for this. But what I am saying is, whatever it was, I feel like you got to read the room when you go into a restaurant. You you, you got to read the room. No, no. You got to conform to whatever environment is there. That's that's the first thing I say uh, uh, off a of first glance. Secondly, I would say on the owner's side, you set the tone and the ambience and the vibe as a restaurant owner. So if you don't want twerking, you know, you know, or you don't want dancing or whatever, whatever it is that, that you don't like, you have to set that tone. You know what I'm saying? When you think of those fancy restaurants, Texas Day Brazil, Ruth Kristen, whatever, I don't go to fancy restaurants, so whatever fancy restaurants y'all can think of, those restaurants set the tone. So when you walk in, you already know what it is. You know what I'm saying? You already know what it is. The reason why you don't go on Ruth Chris twerking is because Ruth Chris has already set the tone for the restaurant. Ruth Chris has already set the vibe and the ambience for the restaurant before you've even walked in. Um, and not only not only that, you know, when, when we think about, you know, I guess if you go one or two times, but that is just the brand overall of Ruth Chris. Like that is the brand that they that they have, you know, set for themselves or they have established. That's the perception that they've established. So you don't go into Ruth Chris twerking because you already know what, what type of vibe it is. You, you already know before you walk in. Um, so those are the two things that I, I kind of first came up with. Now let's talk about what I what I what I don't agree with um, in terms of how it was handled. Um, okay, so first I, I'll talk on the um, let me see my notes. Um, okay, so first I'll talk on the girls the girls side. Um, I, I'll talk on the the the, the women side uh, that that I guess that were twerking or that were in the restaurant. Um, so first, like I said, I did some research, and and after reading through, like I said, said some of the articles and reviewing his his uh, response to the video going viral, I learned that the video the video that we saw that went viral where he was addressing the girls and he was cussing that was actually his third time asking those girls to stop twerking. Number three, three times a black business owner talking to black women, and that was his third time asking them to stop twerking. Okay, so. Let's start with 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 uh what what I don't agree with. Um so number 1 uh well I guess this is like Okay, so number one, let me let me go back a little bit. So like I said, when, when I was talking about, you know, you setting the tone um as a business owner, uh if that's the case, you know, cuz I saw a lot of people saying um about the whole DJ. I guess the DJ was playing some twerking song. I think he played body at some point. Like if you're not going for this twerking dancing brunch day party vibes, why are you playing that type of music? Chad, if I hear body yadi 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 in, in a restaurant too, child, I might hit a little dance too while I'm in the waiting line before I even get to the table. So I think, you know, that goes back to what I was saying. I forgot to mention that when I was talking about, you know, you set the tone as a business owner. You're not going to go to Ruth Chris or Texas Day Brazil and hear, uh, uh, to the window, to the wall. You know, child, that's a, such an old song, but you you get what I'm saying? Or I'm a savage, classy, boozy. Like, you, you're not going to hear that if you go to Ruth Chris, right? Because they've set the tone. So if that's, if that's the tone that, you know, if you're setting a, a, a specific tone or, you know, you don't want that twerking and dancing, why would you be playing twerking music at a brunch day party? You set the tone as a business owner for your establishment. But anyway, okay, so back to what I was saying about what I don't agree with. 
Number one, I don't agree with 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 how he how he spoke to them. You know what I'm saying? Especially because number one, you're a black owned business, a black owner, and you're speaking to black people. Now I get it. You know what I'm saying? Black people can be hard to to wait on or serve or whatever whatever the case may be. But actually, I feel like regardless if you're serving black people or white people, there should never be a time where you come out and you're cussing at your customers. I don't agree with that at all. Like, you should never lose your uh, sense of professionalism. Never. I, I don't agree with that. Um, I, I, so, and then and then not only did you lose, you know, this this, this sense of professionalism, but did you, then you started cussing. So now it looks bad because not only are you a black man talking to black people who are supporting your business, but you are a black man talking to young black women. And that just does not look good. And obviously, I've seen so many comments about misogyny and how we treat black women and so on and so forth and this video just gave people like you just served the plate up like you you just served the meal right on up for for them to go and run with this whole misogynistic thing and protect black women thing and i'm not i'm sure he's not you know misogynistic or or anything like that but i think he just was fed up you know with with having to ask them over and over and over um and now it became a thing where he was frustrated and he started cussing um, and so I, I, I didn't agree with that. Like there should never be, you should always be able to keep your, your, a level of professionalism. Even if that meant, Hey y'all, I've asked you once, twice, and now three times, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate your business, but you know, I, this is not a conversation that I, that I'm willing to continue to have with you after I've all, already asked you one, two, three times. So I'm going to have to ask you to leave, but to say, get the F out of my restaurant. I don't need y'all. I think was highly unnecessary. Absolutely not. No, not a black person talking to black people, not a black woman talk, not not a black man talking to a black woman. So that's number one. Uh, number two, I don't agree with is from from what I read, there was a specific group of girls that he was talking to. I guess that that he had asked more than once. So I was a bit confused as to why he came out and addressed the entire restaurant. Like, why did somebody across the restaurant? Why were they able to take a video of you addressing the entire the like the whole restaurant? I think if there was a situation or an issue or challenge with this particular group of girls at a table, you should have been addressing those girls, not the entire restaurant. Because now I feel like you've address the entire restaurant this vibe is weird now it's awkward what do you do after that after he didn't came out and said y'all can get the f out or whatever whatever what do you do after that the vibe is ruined it's super awkward and then i'm like you know if i was in that much it won't be twerking i wasn't the one twerking why are you talking to us so now it's like the vibe is just off you know and again this, now this video is viral and i feel like had he just gone and talked to those girls and it been a private conversation there would have been no video but the fact that you came and addressed the entire restaurant and now this video is viral and you're having to explain yourself it it just looks bad. Um, and so so those are the two things that that I guess I didn't agree with the way he handled it. But I will say, I will say, oh, I'll, get, I'll get to that in a second. Okay, so as it relates to the girls um, who were twerking, I guess, and like I said, I can only take from the video and what people have said and what his response was. Um, if you are in a restaurant, so let's just say, you know, you do feel like it's okay to twerk, you know, he playing body, yaddy, 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 and whatever else. And I can't remember. They was. I remember the song. The song they were playing. They say he was playing a specific song. I can't remember what it was. Um, I can't remember what it was. But anyway, if you do go into a restaurant and they're playing these songs, and you feel the urge to twerk, child. You get on the table. You twerking. Ow, ow. We twerking, twerking, twerking. Okay, girl, bend it over. Twerk, twerk, twerk. Okay. So, so after that, right? You and your friends twerking. And this 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 owner or whoever comes over and says, hey, I, I understand you guys are having fun, but that's just not something, you know, I'd like to have in my restaurant, so on and so forth. Can you please stop? And you're like, okay, cool, whatever, whatever, whatever. 
after that is settled, it shouldn't be an issue anymore. This man should not have to come back and tell you more than once to stop twerking in his restaurant. It's respect. I don't care if it's a white man or a black man. As a business owner in his restaurant, I don't care what's being played. Like I said, the first time if you came in there and he was playing this music and you started twerking because you thought that was a vibe, that's cool. But once he comes and asks you to stop twerking in his establishment and you continue to twerk, now we have an issue. Come on now, black folks. Like, seriously. Like, why? I don't I don't understand that. Like, why did you feel the need to keep on twerking after he asked you to stop? And I'm going to be completely clear. I love y'all to death. I love us to death. But black people do not like to be checked. Black people do not like to be checked. And I feel like that's why this video is going viral now. So my thing is, you know, nobody's talking about... You know, the fact that he had to check them three times. Now it's just misogyny and, you know, who doesn't twerk when this song comes on and twerking is, you know, it has nothing to do with not being classy and I, whatever. That's all cool and, cool and fun and all. But why did he have to come back and ask y'all three times to stop twerking? And... So the thing about it is, you know, I, I saw a lot of comments saying this is this is the second, you know, thing I don't agree with is like, you know, a lot of people are saying, well, he didn't have to say all of that. He didn't have to say all of that. But but like I said, number one, black people don't like to be checked. Number two, he had to come out three times. And number three, I feel like y'all didn't respect y'all wasn't going to respect him either way. If he came out and said, please, can y'all please stop twerking? I don't want that in my restaurant, so on and so forth. You didn't respect him the first time he came out. So then when he came out and said, get the F out of my restaurant, now it becomes a viral video. So I feel like either way he would have came to those girls and asked him to stop twerking there would have been no level of respect because they didn't do it the first time he asked they didn't do it the second time he asked then the third time he asked they want to make him out to be this bad guy because he's saying all of these cuss words and asking him to get the f out of his restaurant so my thing is i feel like that was one of those situations where it was not about perception for him it wasn't about how these people are going to look at me or how what these people are going to say about me once they leave it was more about how i'm going to feel about what i have to say to these people uh, about my restaurant and what brand um, i'm trying to i guess give off or what vibe i'm trying to give off he wasn't worried about the perception he was worried about okay i have to lay down this law no matter how it comes out you know what i'm saying and i like i said black people don't like to be checked i think it's ridiculous that he had to ask them more than one time to stop twerking and i think we've made this into a bigger issue of like oh twerking is not classy it was misogynistic and none of that has anything to do with that do i think twerking is not classy no whatever i think it's about reading the room or, or whatever and like i said i also feel like he had he it was his responsibility to set the tone in his restaurant you shouldn't be playing that type of music if that's not the type of reaction that you want however regardless if, he's, if he is playing that music or not if he, if he have asked you nicely to to stop twerking and you continue to twerk i don't i don't what else did y'all want him to do because because he asked you twice nicely and it didn't work but now that he's cussing he's he's misogynistic i don't understand that so i think there was an accountability on both ends i don't feel like he should have had to ask more than once i don't think that he should have lost his level of professionalism um, you know, in, in that regard, but I also, like, oh, I said that, okay, let me back up. I don't feel like he should have, you know, lost his sense of professionalism at all. I don't think that he should, you know, have, have been cussing or, or yelling or raising his voice or any of those things. And I also feel like he should have set the tone, uh, um, of his restaurant. Like, if you don't work twerking, you don't want twerking in your restaurant, don't play that type of music. However, on the girl side, I feel like, number one, read the room. Um, and secondly, he shouldn't have to ask you more than once. You know, and going back to what I was saying about... Uh, uh, supporting each other. If this black man, if you are in a black restaurant supporting supporting this black owner, supporting a black owned business, and this black man who is the owner of the restaurant comes and asks you nicely to stop twerking, why keep doing it? Now I feel like you're disrespecting me, and we're supposed to have this support support you know black people thing and. I, 
How? 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 I, just how? So I feel like there's an accountability on, on both ends. I feel like it could have been handled better on both ends, on his end uh, as well as on the girl's end. And this is just for me from what I saw from his response and, and from what people are saying. So, yeah, I definitely suggest you go and check that out and create your own opinion from it. It's, it, it went viral today, so a lot of people have been talking about it, and I saw a couple of articles, and even a, a couple of celebrities had had, had uh, weighed in on it. So definitely uh, uh, recommend you do your due diligence, due diligence and go and check that out. So moving on, because I know I spent a lot of time on that, but I, I had to get that out to some celebrity. So congratulations are in order for Gabby Sidibe. I believe that's how you pronounce it. It's either Sidibe or Sidibe. Oh, I might be pronouncing that all the way wrong. Anyway, she was um, in Antebellum. And I believe that's that's the character from Precious, too. The main character in Precious. Anyway, her and her boyfriend got engaged. So congratulations to her. Uh, her boyfriend's name is, or new fiance is Brandon Frankel. So congratulations to her and her new fiance. Uh, congratulations are also in order for Fantasia and her husband, Kendall Taylor, who announced that they are expecting their first child together. So shout out to them and congratulations to both of those couples. Uh, speaking of couples, Sierra and Russell Wilson have launched a new fragrance called RNC, the fragrance duo, which is available exclusively at rncfragrance.com. A portion of all proceeds will benefit Sierra and Russell's Why Not You Foundation, which is a nonprofit dedicated to education, children's health, and fighting poverty. Pharrell Williams just dropped a new skincare line called Cumarace, which I thought was extremely interesting. Obviously, Pharrell has amazing skin, so this is right on brand. Um, it's a new, clean, vegan, fragrance-free, and all-gender skincare line for all humans. Uh, it comes in a trio of products, uh, which Pharrell has dubbed the three-minute facial. The first is a cleanser, then exfoli ex exfoliator, and then a humidifying cream. So y'all go and check that out. I didn't look. I can't remember what the price was. Um, no, I believe the trio was like $100 or something along those lines. So go and check that out. So Soul Train Awards, recrap, recrap, okay? So the word I'm saying after this is Chris Brown. So I, I pronounced uh, recap and Chris together and got recap. Anyway, Soul Train Awards, recrap. Chris Brown led the pack as the evening's most awarded artist, dominating in four Four categories, including Best R&B Soul, Male Artist, and the Shared Honors of Song of the Year, Best Dance Performance, and Best Collaboration with Young Thug for their hit Go Crazy. Her followed closely with two awards, Best R&B Soul, Female Artist, and the Ashford and Simpson Songwriters Award for I Can't Breathe. Um... The Soul Chain Awards also recognized Summer Walker for Album of the Year, Megan Thee Stallion Rhythm and Beats Award, Brandy Soul Train Award, Soul Train Certified Award, and my girl Beyonce for Video of the Year um, for I believe it was um, Brown Skin Girl. And uh, Best New Artist for Snow Allegra and Kirk Franklin snagged Best Gospel Inter Inspirational Award. Um, so shout out to the Soul Train Award Awards and everyone who won big. New music, not a lot that I was able to keep up with this week, but Ro Timmy just dropped a new visual for his single, Love Somebody, with his new boo. So go and check that out. Super sweet video. Uh, featuring his new boo and I always love when artists uh, put their boo in their videos like Beyonce and Jay-Z, Tiana and Iman. It's always so cute. Moving on to my favorite section, Shine, Black Girls Shine. So I know y'all don't, y'all, y'all still iffy about her, but I still love her. B. Simone. 
Um, I think she made a mistake and she's trying to come back and I respect that. So, B. Simone collaborated with Foot Action to launch her new baby girl activewear line. Um, and this makes her the first woman, who happens to be black, to ever create an exclusive collection for the company. It includes leggings, hoodies, crop tops, and joggers. So, if you are still rocking with B. Simone, go and check out her line with Foot Action. And this just brought me so much freaking joy. But for the first time in history, the new Biden-Harris senior communications role will be filled entirely by women. And so this is a just amazing to me, a landmark for me, because I am a black woman um, in communications. And this is just just amazing. Like, you can, first of all, you can't tell me nothing about being a black woman because our vice president is a black woman. You can't tell me nothing about being an HBCU grad because our uh, uh, vice president is an HBCU grad. And you can't tell me about being a communications and marketing professional because the White House's senior communications roles are all women. I'm done. This year, I'm done. I, like, don't talk to me. <laughs> like, don't talk to me. Like, I I am just so excited uh, uh, for, for, for what they have in store, child. And y'all stay tuned, honey, because I'm going to be hosting these events in the White House, okay? I'm gonna be up in that White House. You heard it here first. I'm speaking it here first. But anyway, you know, I gotta spotlight the black women. So, Ashley Etienne uh, is the new communications director for the vice president. Corinne Jean-Pierre is the principal deputy press secretary. And Simone Sanders, who I love, is a senior advisor and chief spokesperson for the vice president. Y'all, that is so amazing. Like, that is just a staple in the communications just industry altogether. Like, communications, writing, marketing, PR, that is my bread and butter. And to see that the White House has an all-female-led communications team is amazing. Like, you cannot tell me nothing. Like, this year is in and off with a bang. Absolutely love it. And, you know, I I'm so happy for these women because they are paving the way for women like me, right? Like, you know, I started, one of the, the biggest reasons I started my podcast is because black people, black women, you know, just in general are so underrepresented in media, right? In media, communications, um, and, and all of those kind of similar fields. And so to see these things coming to light, like to see these black women coming up in the media and entertainment industry, you know, all of these new chief diversity officers officers and marketing, you know, C-suite execs and all these other type of uh, 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 high level roles, C-suite roles, you know, led by black people and black women. I'm just like, yes, give it to me, honey. Pave the way, child. Y'all know what I say, honey. Move the black people to the C-suite, honey. Move the black people to the C-suite. And child, they done move the black people to the C-suite. And I am here for it. So yes, y'all keep doing y'all thing. Y'all keep paving the way. And I'm just so honored to be a black woman, an HBCU grad, and a communications professional so y'all keep uh the lookout because honey the white house i am coming for you y'all gonna see me in the white house really 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 soon so i'm super excited just about all that they have in store chat and how they paving the way for me okay because i am ready but anyway that's your dose of x smash for this week uh thank y'all so much for listening and i will catch y'all on the next episode peace Let's get the mic honey i got something to uh, say uh. Oh, like it's Maja, but you know, Maj for short. <laughs> Ask Maj.